good day, mate. Welcome back to our eight at heart. We're here with Ashley and Stephanie. And today we are going to be talking about these hollow vows, chapters 11 through 15. Stephanie, can you do that? Nope. Neither can I. I'm as authentic as they come. It's the only accent I got. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, that fucking degree better have paid off or something, you heard? <sighs> Jesus. It's, it's, it's really rough today. It's really we rough. We all going today. through it, but it's cool. We're all going through something. Um, Damn, Mercury, yeah. retrograde, microwave, whatever you want That's to call it. That's in the microwave. I thought we said it was in the microwave. <laughs> That bitch is no longer in the microwave. That bitch done blew up. She done popped. Somebody put a metal mercury bowl in the fucking microwave and the shit just exploded. Life will never be the same again. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can say that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, You guys, don't forget to make us feel better by following us on social media. (laughs) Uh, Y A at Heart podcast. Give us some serotonin. <laughs> yes, please. please give me some serotonin. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, yay, they like us. Um, at Y A at Heart podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. At Y A at Heart pod on Twitter, and of course for our honorary co-host Steph, please be sure to follow her on YouTube and on um, Instagram. I almost said Ubergram. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> At bad, the letter N, bookie. Oh. <sighs> Let's get into this shit. Uh, okay. Anybody remember what the fuck happened? Because it's been, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> we've been, yeah, we've been MIA for a minute. Um, okay, we start off with chapter 11. Brie has been summoned to go see the queen. The queen is a bitch. <laughs> she, she's oh, a she's such bitch. a cunt, right? Damn. She's like I sitting there like... If you're good enough for my son, if you last until tomorrow, can you even bear children? And then starts asking this bitch about her period. Girl. Right. We are not alone here. She right. It was in what? It was like in the throne room or something. And then every there's other people around. Prince Rowan is like right fucking there. And she's just like well, are you sure about this one? Like, she's looking at him. She's like, are you sure about this one? Because, like, she doesn't really have the hips for bearing a child. You know what I mean? She's kind of malnourished. And I'm like, oh. Bruh, the all audacity. of that. All of that. I was like, <laughs> right. Well, okay, so, question. Who does she remind you of? Like, who uh-huh. does she remind you of? Even if it's not, like, another book that you've read, like a movie. Oh, Miranda I, Priestly. From the, the yes, Miranda yes, Priestly. Okay. From That's the Devil Wears like, Prada. Yes, I was like. Where she, you're like, like, oh, oh. Spot on, spot on. After that, she talks to Joby again. Yeah, so basically what happens is she gets back to her bedroom and then she actually pulls one of the little things from her bracelet that Dobby gave her. He appears and she immediately starts asking the questions that like the last time Morgan was talking about, like, can you just, the specific question and just give me the damn specific answer. (laughs) Bruh, I'm telling you, if she would have thought this shit out. I read that and I was like, oh, she was right. She was right. She was right. But then yeah. she took a little too long with the second sentence. Her breath was too long and he was like... He disappeared. He disappeared. He did. He was out. He's like, bitch, I said one and one only uh, yeah. thread. <laughs> she was <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> she was like, what a waste of a thread. What a waste of hair. Yes. She, every time he appears, she has to give him a lock of her hair. That bitch gonna go bald. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my, my god. god. And the way he'd be snatching it up with the quickness too, like putting it between his fingers and shit. I'm like, yeah, oh. no, it, the, the way they described it was like she snipped it off and he immediately like sniffed it, like, like at it. Yes. yes. And he snatched it from her before she could even give it to him. He was like, he like ate right. that shit. Like, damn. Beast, beastly, aren't we? His, right. His yeah. kinks are not it for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're not it. I wanted to bring up too that um, later, she goes to try to find the mirror and mm-hmm. gets caught by Bash. Mm-hmm. And um, they have an interesting conversation in the kitchen where he explains the meaning and the order. The orgi- oh, Jesus. The origin. Fuck. The meaning and the origin of bonding. Yes. So yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, and I found it interesting that after they marry like a, a mortal woman and then that woman bears their children, they make them immortal. Mm, like they make sounds them a lot like fame. Twilight. Yeah. It's like sounds a lot yeah, like it Twilight. Does. It's crazy. It's yeah. it's kind of weird. It is. It's like a it's like a Twilight slash uh fucking what is it? Um Akatar thing. Yeah, like I think the whole thing was the reason that they keep and I hate to say it this way, but like the reason that they keep the, the girl mortal is to bear children yeah and like the moment she does okay great you fulfilled this thing now we're gonna reward you by turning you fae that's how right. i was like reading it I was but like, my oh. thing is how many fucking children do you have to bear right before they're like pride. oh you know what you did your duty let's go ahead and turn you fae right because like, you know they can't they can't really have kids like that so it's like are yeah. they are you aiming for two three, three. Seven. Nah. These are these are numbers that you oh, need hell. to know. Seven. That's half a classroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm straight. But then also, if you think about it, though, like I mean, granted, even if th- this person was Faye and having kids, every time you have children, you're also like, you know, high risk of of. I mean, childbirth is risky. So like every time, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> My face, no. like, mm. sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry about that, man. We yeah, should have gave her a trigger warning. Trigger warning. Right, I really should. I'm so sorry. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, but like, as Morgan said, like, how many kids do you ha- do you need to have for them to be like, oh, you know, now you can have this potion because it's a what is it? Um, what's the potion called? Oh, like, bro, don't ask me. I don't the know potion of life or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, is, is it that simple? Yeah, I think it's simple. I think it's like the potion of life or something. Okay. Yeah, they did, they weren't trying to make this shit like some type of secret language. <laughs> okay, <something>. good. <laughs> that I appreciate because I was like, if I got to pronounce one more goddamn thing that <laughs> I don't know how to read correctly, I'm going to be very upset. Damn fantasy books. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With um, your made up language. What are you doing? I think that, that that's the end of that. And it leads us into chapter 12. And um, Oh, yeah. They pretty much, the castle, the queen, whatever, gives her a um, a tutor, they call it, to hone her skills and her fine arts and shit like that. Everything that a princess should know, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, the tutor takes her off the castle grounds. Once again, this bitch does not question the decision. And I'm just like, girl, he said, do not leave the castle grounds. Like, she I cannot protect you off the castle grounds. Like, here you are. Still running off the fucking castle grounds. And we find out that the tutor has actually been dead for a long time. Pritha has been taking her place to gain access to the fucking castle. 
and then Kane is there. I was so tense that entire yeah. time. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Because <laughs> we still don't know who we can trust. I'm like, oh, no, it's too early I, in the book. Honestly, yeah. you guys, you know that you can trust the dark haired MC. Oh, please. Thank you. Really. <laughs> like 99% of the time, you can trust AKA them. audience. She I means really... Reese. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, Reese. <laughs> I mean, Khalid. I mean, Luke to, to a degree. Uh, <laughs> I think the only the only like pale blonde that you're okay with is Adrian. From, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the only one I think so far. And and recently Eros from Electric Idol. Oh. Those are the only two blondes in my arsenal. The okay. only two. Okay. But yeah, if okay. he's dark haired and brooding and has pretty eyes, I could trust him. <laughs> he ain't gonna do no wrong. <laughs> and that's the last you heard from Morgan before she was put to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Please send help. <laughs> so I really like, but I really like the dynamic that like Pritha has with Kane, how they're constantly making fun of Brie. Mm-hmm. Like they are busting her chops so hard. Oh, but I love it. I love it. Same. She needs some self-realization. And this reminds mm-hmm. me when Pharaoh first met the Night Court. Uh, oh, yes. And how they were all, like, <laughs> super playful, but then, like, serious. And, like, you don't know, are they going to, like, feed me or kill me? <laughs> I'm, right. I'm pretty Especially much kidnapped. <laughs> I'm pretty much yes. kidnapped. But, yes, very, very nice playful banter. Love that. If it was me, I think that playfulness is where I would have been stuck. I would have been like, oh, we're friends. Like if you're busting my chops, I'm like, oh okay, cool. But I mean, yes, but also like they're they're talking shit about her right in front of her. Like not even to her at some points. They're talking shit to each other about I her. Know. Like, she oh, not I there. am right here. <laughs> right. I am right. right here, bitch. Like I will kick you in the back of the shin. They definitely give me underdog vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you can trust them. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, then they also bring up, like, she brings up the fact that she left and got attacked by that, like, werewolf or whatever it was that attacked her. I'm gonna call him Beowulf. I don't know what his name is. His name is something with a B, but I can't remember. It's like Barhest or something. I don't even know if the G is silent in there. I feel like we're not but... calling any of the characters by their names. People are going to be like, what book are they reading? I don't see Dolby in here. Who's Bale? Right. Like, who are these people? Like, what are they? It was like, is this, this is the weirdest mashup of Harry Potter, Akatar, <laughs> and all this other shit. Like, fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But then Finn also shows up. And when Finn shows up, the two wolves that saved her show up. And it's like this whole moment of her having a realization of regardless of what Bash told her. Now she's sitting there and she's like, oh, he sent these wolves to come save me. And they would have sacrificed themselves. That doesn't scream like, you can trust me. And I was thinking. I'm willing to sacrifice myself. Yeah, like my pets. Like, and I was like, "Yo, she called it because I remember y'all saying that could be a familial." I, I know exactly who the him. fuck sent them dogs. I know <laughs> I was, exactly who it was. Really, I was really hoping it was from him. I was just waiting for it to be revealed. 
so that she could trust him because she needs to trust him. TBD, man. You keep saying TBD. He can be trusted. We don't know yet. I am going to 100% right now, I am going to 100% put my faith into Finn. In Finn. Yes. Okay. Hashtag trust issue. Yes, 100%. And I will stake a flag on it and die on that hill. Oh, and the dogs, the, the, the wolves' names are Dara and Luna. I know. And they remembered her. Right. And she, like, but I think, I think it was really telling that she asked him, she asked Finn if she could pet them. Like, yeah. she was like, could I please pet them? Because it was her way of, like, basically telling the dogs, thank you. Yeah. So then from there, uh, Kane and Pritha, they, Pritha, 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 Pritha. Whatever. They end up leaving at some point. And I think they end up leaving, right? Because from what I remember, Finn starts to go help her with her magic abilities. Uh, I think I think that's a little bit later, like as they're starting to get into the rhythm of it. Because here, I think she agrees. And then they also tell her that she can't just remove the mirror from the queen's room. Mm, like mm-hmm. either Sebastian or the queen actually has to hand it to her. And at this point, I'm like, it cannot be that easy. Her plan is like, I'm just going to ask him for it. And I'm like, now all of a sudden you have all the confidence in the world. You're just going to strut up to this man and be like, hey, that family heirloom, ancient artifact. Can I have it? Right. Bitch, what? I'm not going to lie. I did see that coming only because he kept like pushing it on her that he'll do whatever it takes to find her and to win her back, like her trust. So I kind of felt like if she's brave enough and got the balls, she would be like, you know what? Mm. I'm just going to be like, all right, then if that's what you want to do, help me find my sister, then get that relic for me. You know the vibe that he's giving me? Mm. He's giving me Jacob. I'm going to, I'm going to fight for you until your heart stops beating vibes. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Depend depends on who's the reason why it's not beating anymore. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want to know. Why is it not gonna stop beating? What do you know that I don't? Why are we making those kind of promises? Oh <laughs> I really can't. Okay. So that moves us into chapter thirteen. Yes, yes. We meet one of Sebastian's friends at his training session. Mm-hmm. I think it's Rian. Re, Rian, Rian, Rian. I was in my head. I was saying Riri at one point. I was really, done. Riri, that's fine. <laughs> that was done. I was like Riri. So we meet Riri. He is like a very likable character. I liked very him. loose, very like uh, nonchalant. Who he reminds you of? Jalal. I yeah. was thinking Jalal. Okay, thank you, Jalal. Same. Because he wasn't taking shit from, from Bash. He was like, if you was really paying attention, you would have beat me more times than I beat you. Like, I was like... Yeah, it reminded me of the banter between Jalal and Khalid. I'm also wondering, is he, or do you think that he's a spy for the Unsealy Court secret? Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Because he was, like, winking at Bree and, like, shit like that. And I know it's because, you know, they were playing around. He was like, oh, yeah, Sebastian won't stop talking about you. But... Could that have been like a wink? Like, I know why you're here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I guess TBD, because I really just took that as him being super playful. Same. Mm. And like being a likable character. But again, if he's being introduced, he might come back later on. Or Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we just Absolutely. don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then 
this is this is where Brie puts her plan into place. And after she's gone into the, the interaction with that, she goes to Bash and basically she just comes up with this really, really lame excuse as to why she would like the mirror. And I just sat there, I was like, you're not questioning this man. This girl could literally shove a horse shit in his mouth and tell him to swallow when he would. Facts. Facts. That's the type of relationship they have. But here's the thing. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't come off to me as a dumb character. Like, he comes off to me as very bright, very witty. So, like, I'm thinking he has to be on to, to something. Like, not even if he thinks she's, has a plot against him, but just that he has ulterior motives. And that mm-hmm. whatever he does do that helps her is for his ulterior motive. That's mm. just, it's just, this is the vibes I get from him. Like, it's not that I don't think that they mm. really do love each other. They really don't love each other. I think that there is because you can't, you can't erase history, but it's just, it's just so much ambiguity around his loyalty, even with his own yeah. family. Think about it. Yeah. It's not just yeah. her, like his whole family, his whole history. So I'm like, you just can't. I don't I don't know what he's doing. Him. I don't think he's doing this because he wants to like he's as gullible. I think he's doing this because he has something that he, he has his own end goal for something, whatever it is. More than make her a, a breeding mare and a wife. It has to be I think it has to do with her magic. I think he knows about her magic and he's not saying oh, something. Oh, he definitely like when he covered her scar because he knew that his mom mm-hmm. would see yes. it and go off. No, he I mean knew. like the prophecy of it. I mean like the bigger magnitude like of her potential. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm. I think he absolutely knows. Like I said in my in my first initial like um what the fuck you call it theory that thing, in my first initial theory I was like the reason for him being in the human lands doesn't make sense. The reason yeah. that he just happened to befriend her doesn't make sense. Like I feel like he might have been sent here or sent there to look for her to seek and destroy, and then ended up mm. falling in love with her, but. I don't know. Everything is TBD. That's the name of this episode. TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag TBD. But it's like, even if it's not to destroy her, it's to use. Maybe to Uh, breathe. I don't know. You know, like. Make the most powerful air in the realm. Correct. We could be the most powerful kingdom. Exactly. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Use her to destroy Mm -hmm. someone else. Yeah. Which they probably would destroy the Unsealy Horde. Oh, they're enemies. This is also. The yeah, this is also the chapter where she goes back to uh, Finn's place, and she's training more extensively now. We meet a couple of other Fae there, and they're all from different courts. I found it really interesting that they said that, you know, they don't they're not with this court or with that court. They're with Finn, and for what's for the good of the kingdom, have pledged their um, loyalty to Finn and his cause. Yeah. Um, what I took away from that was that all of these different fae from all of these different courts aligning themselves with Finn. What did this Sun Queen do to make everybody fucking hate her so much? Like, she must have did something pretty fucking horrible. And the only thing that I can kind of think of right now is maybe she actually, or she's the one that actually killed the former Unsealy Court Queen uh, King. Oh, Oberon? You think she killed Oberon? She might have killed Omarion. I mean, she was in love with him, but her. Uh, <laughs> she, sorry, I sorry. Where my heart. Is <laughs> I feel like we need to put like a description on this one, like 
<laughs> we have renamed many of the characters. All of these characters. Listen, if you if you listen to the podcast, you know we rename these characters. They are not right. the real names. Um, but yeah, I feel like she was in love with King Obi Wan, but her family <laughs> was <laughs> yes, her family <laughs> was against them. Like they're they're enemies. So it could have been something where maybe she did what she had to do for her family and killed him and that was that. But I don't know. I have a lot of theories. Very interesting. I didn't even think of it like that. I was just stuck on the fact that like all these people from different territories or courts or whatever are aligning themselves with Finn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like usually when you see a rebellion happening, it's because they're being oppressed. Yeah. By something or someone. So she had to have done something really really bad yeah so then we move on to chapter 14 um and Pritha is training with Brie Brie is not like she's trying her hardest but it's just not up to what everybody wants it to be especially Finn yeah um and Finn is just like that sloppy like you just need to do better like this is bullshit you don't even know like the the amount of energy that you have when you could do so much more. She had a Bagra Darkling Alina moment. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So then Finn takes it upon himself. Um, he dismisses Pritha and then he himself is like, come on, let's let's change scenery and let's try to figure out this whole thing. He actually takes her to a graveyard, mm-hmm. which I was just like. I was like, oh, so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I was very stuck. I was like, wait, why are we in a graveyard? What is Ghosting ghouls really turn me on. <laughs> Oh, oh. I was like, um, interesting taste. <laughs> right, right. Here's where he like really connects with her and they have a, a nice little moment. Again, on page 177, this boy asks her if she's been bonded to somebody. And that really solidified for me, like Steph said, maybe that's her person. Like that's her, I don't know if they call them mates in this book, but mm-hmm. maybe that's her her mate. And it makes sense now because my theory, she's the princess of shadows. He's the prince of the moon court. They belong together. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Mariah Carey style. And also what happens Mariah in this chapter. Mariah Carey style. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say so? What happens in this chapter when he tries to help her with his magic? Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, fuck, like that worked way too well. Like as if, it did. His magic feeds her. I don't think that he can. She can do that with anyone else. Like he's saying, I think he's leaving pieces mm-hmm. out. Because remember, he has yeah. these telepathic abilities and shit. Like he could probably see things beyond that she can't. Like mm. sips tea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then do you know he says like when he asks about the bonding, he does state a fact where he says Sebastian will eventually ask for you to bond. But then he also says that Morbius will also ask. Yeah, I was like, wait, Ew. right? Yeah. <laughs> I had the same reaction. I was like, oh hell no! <laughs> I, I was like, not oh, let her do this. Not. I'm over here like I will like, not no. let her. Like I got something to do with it. I'm like, no, we ain't doing this. No. Step, step again, about to jump into the fucking world, <laughs> save these characters. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting, but he said it was like. It's because Morbius wants to have uh, a control over her. And then he also says, too, don't let anybody bond you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, because that's his job. 
It's slot. No, in my mind, I was like, not even you. <laughs> you too. Huh? Confusion. I have it. Um, so that's the end of that chapter. We move into chapter 15. Sebastian does get her the mirror. And it shows her that Jazz is being treated actually really nicely. She has handmaids. She's in a nice room. Girl, I don't believe it. Same! Same! I think she starts, she, she sees that and she gets super excited about it. And she tells Bash and like, they're both, you know, pretty content, right? With that narrative. Then as I was like reading more and she starts to doubt it a little bit in the back of my head, I was like, what if the mirror shows you what you want to see in that moment? That's what he said. It would make it would make so much sense. Or or uh-oh. The darkness settles. Or the darkness settles. <laughs> not, not you creating subtitles. <laughs> I'm setting the scenery. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Um or she was in on being kidnapped because all she kept talking about was she wanted to go to this fucking fairy world. And her sister was like, no, 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 no. How am I going to get my sister there? Why don't you pretend to kidnap me and she'll come in two seconds? And that's what happened. Yo, wait, no. So, But um, the way, the oh, way that's Morgan the and my mouth dropped. My mouth is open. Flies could have nested in my mouth the way my, my jaw dropped. Bro. <laughs> the way my mouth dropped. I thought about it was, okay, the reason why I had dibs on the mirror really working was because he wanted it. It's being protected. I'm like, all right, if it has some, if it has truth to what it could do, it wouldn't be so protected so heavily. So that was my first thing. Then I was yeah. like, she's so fucking happy and being taken care of and pampered and all that. What if she knew? Like, what if this was her way of getting her sister here? Not that her sister's evil or anything like that, but her sister doesn't understand the complexity of the things that are going on and was naive and gullible and into oh getting there. You know, maybe they promised her a true. life of. What if they promised her her mom? Something, something. No, but like legit, if that is the theory, you can't tell me that if they didn't sit there and say, we know where your mom's at. If you come with us and we get your sister to do what we need to do, we will give you your mother back. What if they told her that? Or she can only find us. If that's the truth, she's on the same level of hate as Taryn for me. Yeah, because I feel like Jazz would have put up more of a fight about being sold. Mm. At least. I don't know. I don't know. And wouldn't be looking like a damn Disney princess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mirror. Right. Fucking birds chirping at her window talking about, oh, I wish Brie was here. Fuck you, bitch. This is your fault. I was imagining the birds having to get dressed and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were just carrying shit down. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that because in my mind, I I thought about Sebastian saying the mirror shows you what you want to see. Right. And then I thought about her having so much guilt about being pampered. Mm-hmm. And while Jazz was probably in a cell somewhere. So those two things combined, she probably wanted to see that Jazz was doing just as well as she was doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what the mirror showed her. Mm-hmm. that's the way that I um I process it but if that's true bruh if jazz is the reason if jazz is the reason all this shit popped off I'm done I'll be I'm so pissed I'm so, so freaking pissed right <laughs> I'm gonna write a letter to Lexi Ryan excuse me lady I wonder when he looked at the mirror what he saw 
because he acted like he didn't see nothing. Oh, you think he lied and yep. said, "Oh, I can't see what yeah, you see." Yeah, because remember, yeah. we think he has ulterior motives. His wants are different from her wants. Nobody can be trusted. He can't truly want to find her the as much as she does. So when he looked at, it, he probably saw something completely different. Who knows what that is? That's really interesting. Huh. Nobody can be trusted except for Finn. What if he saw something that had to do with her though? Exactly. What if? Because like his heart's desire is to bond with her. That's been very apparent. But why though? Maybe he saw her like bonding herself to him or some shit in the future. Or offering, combining their powers or something. Mm. <clears throat> Tomatoes. No. Tomatoes! Um, you know what? I was going to say on page 190, he does do or say something really sweet. But now I'm like, man, fuck you. All this new information. I ruined, I ruined this episode for <laughs> Stephanie ruined it. Um <laughs> Because I was like, the one good thing that he did, I was like, fuck you now. But on page 190, he's like, he asked her, he's like, do you trust me? And she's like, mm-hmm. And he's like, that's okay. I'll earn it back. We'll get there again. I was like, aw. And now I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> You're fucking suspicious, you goddamn snake. <laughs> I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. That reminds me of those memes. When you wake up that your boyfriend cheated on you, but he did it, and you're like cursing him out, but you're like, right, right when you dreamed about it, <laughs> he's like, I'm looking at you. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what did I do? I just woke up. <laughs> I like okay. So in that sense, once they get to that point, I don't know about for you guys, but for me, he's pushing very hard for like her her answer in regards to can you be happy here? I yes. need to know if you can be happy here. And I'm like, she's been very clear on how she won't be happy here. And she's been very clear on all she wants to do is find Jazz and get back home. But like, he just keeps pushing. So why pushing. are you still pushing? Right. Why do you keep pushing for it? I just don't understand. Do you never, like now after Steph explains some stuff, I'm like, okay, maybe there is an ulterior motive for him pushing for this whole thing. Like, what is it? Does he, if he marries her or bonds to her, do you think he breaks the prophecy maybe, if there is one? I don't know. Or flips it? Or maybe the prophecy is, like, she has to choose between the Prince of Light and the Prince of Darkness. Mm, I'll choose dark all day, every day. Oh, all day. Fact. All day, every day. <laughs> every day. Darkness. I don't need no flashlight. Leave me into it. Take me. Yeah. Take me now. <laughs> My thing is, why does he keep asking her that? about her happiness when she can't even think about her own happiness if she's looking for her sister. Exactly. Right. And she says that. She says, I'll never be happy. I won't be happy until I have Jazz back. And he's like, oh, of course, of course, I understand that. But, you know, in the event that... Exactly. And I'm like, bro, shut up. Stop. Just stop. It was very self-centered. Yes. Entirely self-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That makes me feel bad going into the next part where we learn about what happened to his daddy. His daddy did. Sorry. Sorry. I, I'm genuinely sorry for your loss, but that does not negate the fact that I don't trust you and I don't like you. So, sorry. <laughs> so, she also brings to his attention, like, later on as they're talking. <laughs> Steph what? is making... Steph is making... Are you also, Wait, hold on, hold on. Before we get there... <laughs> wait, what... What... Okay, what is going on Steph here? Is, Steph is sitting there like... <laughs> Devil's advocate. <laughs> you know, that? I gotta, you know, slither it in a little bit. Oh no. If there is a chance that he's not a fuckboy as we think he is, he does blame all of this on his mother. 
and his duty to marry and have kids and all this. So in the event, yeah. he's probably just like, no, it has to be her. And maybe his mother's giving him timestamps and deadlines and all these other expectations that nobody knows about. It's just between him and his mother. And it's mm-hmm. specific to whatever arrangement is going on or whatever under subplot is going on that we don't know about yet. Because remember, his mother, she's not innocent. Oh, no. God, no. no. No, we know that. And we know we she know has a lot sure. of influence over him. And he has, mm-hmm. you know, a fraction of power compared to her. So, so I'm thinking maybe his assholeness, his fuckery, is partly due to her. Due to her, the pressure. But he can't talk about it. it. He can't reveal it. He can't. So we still have that playing in the background. I mm. guess. <laughs> if you want to if you want to give him, you know, a chance or whatever. <laughs> That's a really good valid point. Don't fucking agree with her. I'm just saying it's a valid point. <laughs> It's a valid fucking point. It's not that valid. <laughs> she. I also like, though, that Brie brings to his attention. He kept talking, or he had talked about earlier on, that he his intention was to go back for her and Jazz. Like, his intention was to go back. And Brie's like, but, like, how would that have worked? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and what? So she's just like, but, like, explain to me how that would have worked. Makes no sense. Make it make sense. Because you're caught up in a lie, you lying ass bitch. I don't trust it. <laughs> um, on page 196, too, Brie has a thought and she's like, wow, he's a whole prince. I know all this shit about him now. Why didn't he help us sooner? Like, what, what, if, you, if you got to know me and you got to build a relationship with me and you got to like me, love me even, where, where were your reinforcements then? Yes. Which is why, again, don't like him. Don't trust him. He ain't shit. He ain't never been shit. He ain't never gonna be shit. He's giving me fuckboy status. The end. <laughs> um, They do end their night on a good night. At that point, though, so now she has the mirror. She's waiting for Morbius's, uh goblin to come get... Like, she has no way of summoning this yeah. goblin to come get this mirror. So she's just kind of waiting to have this goblin just show up and be like, all right, let me grab the mirror and let me take it back to Morbius. Like, you know, then at this point is when she has that doubt in her head where she's like, well, wait, does the mirror actually show me what is happening in current time? So she asked to see Sebastian. The mirror shows her Sebastian and she immediately not runs, but she like immediately gets up out of her room, goes to his room and goes to see if he's really sitting in his room the way the mirror showed. I'm also really suspicious about why the goblin didn't come collect because right away. Morbius, Morbius said, as soon as you get it, my goblin gonna swing through, pick the shit up and dip. And he never came. Like she waited all night and he never showed up. So now I'm kind of wondering, okay, is King Morbius is a part of his like play trying to make sure that she gets caught with these items? Maybe. Okay. But also we don't know what's happening in the Unseelie Court currently. We're only seeing this from Bree's perspective. What if there's like some whole situation happening in the um, the Unseelie Court that is preventing the Goblin from going to get her stuff? Because as we know, Finn, that's his, that's his rightful, that's his birthright, that, yeah. that throne. So what's to say that Finn isn't doing certain things to disrupt. That would be interesting so that instead of taking them to Morbius, Finn has all those items. 
Which Finn wants. He said, I want yeah. you to do what Morbius is asking you to do. Just bring me the items. So maybe that's that what it is. Sense. That could make sense. Yeah. I want to know what book um, he was reading when she walked in on him. Oh, the little details. Why? Because he was he was writing in it, wasn't it? No, no, no he, no, was, he was reading, reading it and he slammed it shut and shot out of his chair when she walked in. I didn't even catch that. You know why? Because all the fucking red flags were beforehand. I knew not to trust his eyes. <laughs> and he was like, I would love to spend time with you, but I got to go have a meeting with my sources. Just as she just so happened to come in. Um, How old is Sebastian? Uh, oh, isn't he like 21? In, in what, Faye years? Yeah, in Faye years, he said he was 21. Oh, did he? Like, did I not I read that somewhere? I, I don't I know. I, I don't I remember. But what my question is, my question here is, because this is this was like what just ran through my head. Um, how old is Sebastian? How long was his mom was his mom married to his dad? Because we know that his mom was having an affair with Oberon. But wouldn't he have um wouldn't his hair be darker? We don't know what Oberon looks like. Well, everybody in the Sealy Court or in the Unsealy Court has dark hair, right? Is his mother a blonde? Sure. She's a yeah. blonde. Yeah. That's probably where he got the blonde from, if that if that's true. All right, let's let's talk about genetics real quick. Brown usually overrides blonde, yes? Usually. It depends. Unless the recessive gene okay. is is prominent in both parties. Not necessarily. No? When it when it comes to color. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go, <laughs> Professor. When it, Listen up, you guys. When it, right. when it comes to color, it tends to favor the opposite sex. So, for instance, mm, okay. um, if the mother has light hair, light eyes, she has a son, more likely to have those traits. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of our um, gene class. <laughs> <laughs> yes. End of our gene class. Also, the end of the chapters that we have read for this episode. The next chapters that we are going to be reading are chapters 16 through 20. We'll see if all of the TBDs actually turned into Ds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that way we can we can pass the crown to the 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 correct winner, <laughs> which we know will be me. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um with that being said, um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, stay tuned to next episode. Uh, we love you guys and always stay YA at heart. Bye. 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 Bye.